Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Joel Coleman of Sports Illustrated's Cowbell Corner, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for thunder and lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Joel T. Coleman here with you on a Wednesday morning. We are so glad you have joined us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all of our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. I want to thank our sponsors at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. I, I didn't go to Churn and Spoon yet. I still, it's, it's, still, it's still here. Here's the, here's the, that's the sound of the gift card there. It's still sitting here on my desk. It's going to happen soon. Uh, but of course, I'm sure Joel T made you, you. You did make your trip, did you not? Oh, uh, yes. Um, if, if you're referring to my gift card, no, no, no. Uh, it, I'm talking it, about it was gone that week. Yeah, you've you've already used yours. <laughs> well, yours was open. Strange Group was That's open. True. That's very true. Um, I haven't had the uh, opportunity. But yeah, I, not many days flip by on the calendar. That Joel T doesn't make an appearance at, at either Strange Brew at the at the walk up window, or Strange Brew through the drive through. I'm usually at one of them. That's because Strange Brew has been open with us throughout all of this. They have never shut their doors. They've always been there for you. So make sure you're staying there for them in these uncertain times, and keep your uh, keep your business rolling through Strange Brew Coffee House. The good folks over at College Corner continue to try to give away free money every day. Not it's not a contest either. You don't have to enter to win. You're a winner when you go to collegecornerstore.com. All you've got to do is buy a gift card there, and you're going to get thirty percent off that purchase. Uh, by the way, I don't know if I told you about this. So I ordered a T-shirt, not from College Corner, from somewhere else, and it told me that. Now I ordered this on Friday. It said expected deliver the 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 shipping option. I took the I took the most basic shipping option, mm-hmm. three to seven days, right? Yeah. Said it expect delivery August twenty first. That's not three to seven days. What I'm trying to tell you is this. It's time to start shopping for Christmas, folks. <laughs> you don't want to be caught unawares. Ooh, I didn't think about that. You don't want to be ordering stuff on December 10th and it tells you, okay, it'll be there February 24th. Even if you wait till like October, November. You're kind pushing of thing, it. If, if, those, if it's backed up like it is kind of now, yeah, you're right. So do your Christmas shopping now for that bulldog in your life. Go to College Corner Store. Order something there. They'll ship it. And you don't have to. You don't have to worry about it. You just put, just hide it in the back of. Look, I know my wife's hiding spots. She thinks I don't know, but I know. I know where stuff is in the house. I'm not dumb. I'm smart. <laughs> so you know, put it in the hiding spot, and then on Christmas Day, you were un, you unwrap that new polo, that new T-shirt, new baseball cap, all that good stuff, and you're saving a lot of money because you're getting thirty percent off the gift card at CollegeCornerStore.com. Where's, never, where's your hiding spot? It's in our closet. Your, yours is in the closet. Oh, mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in the closet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, mine is too. Yeah, I guess everybody's is. I think everybody and everybody's spouse knows where each other's hiding spot is. It's yeah. just it's kind of on the honor system. You just don't look in the hiding spot. Right, right. I just I don't I don't look. Yeah, yeah. I like the surprise. Me too. I, like, I like to wake up Christmas morning like I don't ever know what I'm yeah, getting. Yeah, us too. We're- I have an idea of what I'm getting because I'm old. I'm sort of set. My I don't want to be totally surprised. You know, I don't want her to be like, hey, we got you, you know, a juicer. <laughs> hey, we got you skis. Yeah, yeah. I don't want that. I don't want that. But, you know, but I, but I don't want it. I, you know, I like, I like to find out that day. It's part of the magic. Uh, Advanced business. <laughs> I, 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 lost, I lost where we were. <laughs> I was totally lost there. There has to be no two podcasters in the world that gets off of ad reads quicker than us. It's like, not, we're not even off. We're not off the ad read. We just yeah, we're just go all over the place. Yeah, I was just like, where are we going? Advantage Business Systems is where your business needs to go. They need to, right now. This is not the time to be inefficient with your business. You need to make sure everything is streamlined. Everything is running as good as it possibly can. Advantage Business Systems. They have the ability to help you. They have forty-five years of experience helping businesses just like yours here in the state of Mississippi. So why don't you give them a call today at eight four four. 833-6245 or visit them online at absms.com and find out how Advantage Business Systems helps your business do business. All right. It's Rumblings Day. 
we got a lot of questions today. So let's just move right into them. Brought to you by our good friends over at Welcome Home Beef, who, are, who aren't open today. As we're The air conditioner went down. And I'll be honest with you, when you're in the meat business, I imagine air conditioning is a big deal. Got to keep your temperatures right. That's, yeah. You know, I, I'm, I, am, I, I might still be Serve Safe certified. I don't know how long the, the, that, that you have to renew, but I got one like right towards the end of my pop. Do you know what Serve Safe is? No. Serve Safe is, is food safety. When you're, a, when you're a manager or an owner of a restaurant, you have to take a course and pass a test. And then part of your health inspection is that somebody in charge of the facility is Serve Safe certified. At all times, I, I think I've seen the the logo. Yeah, yeah, play. yeah. yeah. So okay. I I don't remember. I, I took one like the last year I was there. I don't know how long it lasts. You, you have to take it every like so often. It's not a, not like an every year kind yeah. of thing. So and it's not difficult. I remember one time I went. We're getting way off topic here. And this one was like, "Yes, my I, I failed the first three. And I was just like, "Where do you work?" Because I need to know. <laughs> I don't I don't want to go eat there. <laughs> it's not a hard test. It's not difficult. So long story short. Air conditioning is important to the restaurant business. Uh, and of course, what's important, <coughs> excuse me, what's important to Welcome Home Beef is put, making sure that you're getting the best products, what you're putting on the grill, you're putting in the pan, putting in the pot. They're all good. You've got them at Welcome Home Beef. Burgers, steaks, roasts, briskets, ribs, all sorts of specialty products. Anything you're looking for, they can probably help you out. So give them a call today, 662-418-2021, or visit them online at facebook.com slash welcome home beef and find out how good it can really be when you get a locally sourced grain-fed beef the best of the best and of course one thing's for sure with welcome home beef it just tastes good what are you looking at i was i was trying to you got the laptop and the phone working is breaking (laughs) news happening i don't know no I, i was just i was tweeting at ben portnoy okay i'm just like what's going on here (laughs) Because <laughs> you were into it, you were like really involved. Well, there. I, like, my my computer stopped working for a second. It was kind of okay. like spinning, okay. so right. I, I went to the phone. For I got you. I got you. All right, we got our we got a lot of questions. Let's just dive right into them. And the first question is for Joel T. Coleman Ooh. from Corey Kikendall, who says, "Joel, with Fulty being DFA'd and Sean Newcomb's continued struggles, where do you see the Braves finishing at the end of the season?" Uh, two and one, right? <laughs> two and two. Oh, uh, did y'all lose? Yeah, Hunter Renfro killed. Oh, that's right. right. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Um, yeah. I, I hope there's an end of the season to get to, because uh, as of today, it seems like the Washington Nationals are not, that they have voted to not go to Miami for a series this weekend. Yeah. kind of seems like it's all unraveling. I hope I'm wrong. Um, I hope that they continue to play. If they play, I, I don't see a route where they don't get in the playoffs now that there's 16 teams in the playoffs. I mean, if the Braves are a 500 team, they're probably in the playoffs. Uh, and I think they're at least that, even with the rotation issue. So, uh fact of the matter is i don't think there's any just powerhouse in the nl east this year and i still think the braves are the best team even with rotation options so i'll say they win the division anyway okay i think it'll be close but i mean in 60 games they're all probably going to be pretty close so yeah i don't see anybody winning the division by 10 games in, in no, 60. it's not, not gonna happen it's almost impossible to think not so. gonna happen yeah, um everybody's gonna be within every second place team is going to be within three of course here's the thing doesn't matter first or second you're in the playoffs I mean, theoretically, you could finish in fourth place and get in the playoffs. Yeah, and there's no home field. I mean, there's not really. You know, I mean, you'll be at your home field, but there won't yeah, be. There's, no there's no crowd. Um, yeah, but I, with 16 teams in the playoffs, obviously the top two teams in the division all go, and it's the next two teams with the best record. So, in theory, like the top two teams in the NL East are automatically in, and then if the third and fourth place team have the seventh and eighth best record in the league, well, they're in too. So. I just don't see a route that the Braves don't make the play. I mean, it's going to be oh, the Braves make the playoffs. Yeah. Incredibly, yeah, that's no question. Shocking if they don't, even in this weird season. But yeah, I think they're okay, and, and I, yeah. I would still project them to win the division. Yeah, because everybody else got questions too. I mean, Washington, Steven Strasburg's hurt. Yeah, uh, the Mets, like two or three of their Strowman and mm-hmm. Syndergaard's out for the year. I mean, everybody's got pitching issues. Exactly. Corey also wants to know, Brian, do you ever see yourself making a trip to Magic City in Atlanta to try some lemon pepper barbecue wings? So, I saw a picture of these ones. I saw the picture that you... And I read the article that uh, I think uh, Chris Kirshner from The Athletic wrote about the wings. Here's the thing. Lemon pepper barbecue sounds disgusting. I love barbecue wings. I love lemon pepper wings. Lemon pepper and barbecue together don't work for me. So, would I go there and try the wings? Probably. Sure. I did. The one thing I didn't like, it's a strip club. 
Not that I don't like strip clubs. I'm saying you're paying strip club pr- prices. Ten wings was fifteen bucks. That's that's a little pricey for wings. They better be really good. Um, but I won't be getting lemon pepper barbecue wings. If, if to answer your question, uh, Graham Yateman wants my prediction for the FA Cup. My his is two one Arsenal. Go Gunners. Uh, I'm going to take Chelsea to win. Obviously, I'm a bit of a homer, but. You know, Chelsea won the game uh, at the Emirates and, of course, at Stamford Bridge. I mean, y- come on, Graham. You're going, you you got to admit to me that was a fluke draw for, for Arsenal. They, were, they had no business drawing that game. Chelsea should have won it easily. Uh, I'm going to say 3-2. No, you know what? 4-2 uh, Chelsea. I think, they're, I think they're playing well. Jonathan says, after seeing him in baseball, how do you not think Brad Cumbus has a great chance this fall? What? <laughs> I don't know that one necessarily equates to the other. I don't, but, I don't get it, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I think that Cumbus can be good in both sports yeah. or whatever that's worth. He's a good athlete. I just, you know, I wonder about his ability, you know. He's not a wide receiver, so can he – but can he be a wide receiver? That's, that's the question. Uh, J.B. Holloway wants to know, with all the speculation and some of the great ideas you and Joel have dreamed up, what do you think this season's football schedule looks like in reality? Also had a dream the other night that all sports were pushed to the spring, and it was a nightmare trying to keep up and watch them all. It would be very difficult to keep up and watch all the sports, but it would be a hell of a lot of fun on the weekends. I mean, it would be nonstop. Thursday something. through Sunday, yeah. there would be some emission, some. I mean, in reality, there's always something going on. But we're talking about the big sporting events all on the same weekends would be incredible, incredible to, to keep up with. Yeah. Um, do you think that you're about to see a rash of schools moving things up? As opposed to moving it back, since Good. Uh, uh, apparently NCAA yeah. has and credit Brandon Marcello here. Yeah, uh, apparently NCAA has issued the blanket waiver to where all schools. We saw Oklahoma do this a week or so ago. They moved their first game up to August 29th, I believe. Mm-hmm. Do you think there's about to be a rash of schools doing that to give them an extra week? Possibly, kinda... possibly. I don't think Mississippi State will be in that group because who? What are they going to do? Move up Tulane? I mean, Alabama a and already canceled, and I don't think New Mexico is happening. So, I mean, yeah, where, 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 who, are you, who are you moving up would be the yeah. question. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but that said, to answer the, the, the actual question of what I think the schedule is going to look like, I think it's going to be eight. I think they're going to play the conference games, and then I don't know about – I think they'll either play one or two, but probably one non-conference game. It would shock me if they don't play – they, you got to think they're going to do at least one so they can keep the, the rivalry games with the ACC intact. Well, I don't know that the ACC is going to – the ACC, the rumor is they're going to go conference only. Um, and if that's the case, I think State would play Tulane. Okay. Okay. And you see some of the reporting data. It seems like the Big 12 seems to be trying to just soldier on with what they got. Yeah. Like just a regular It's going to be interesting. So okay. Ole Miss Baylor could, could still happen. I don't know if it will happen in Houston. might happen in Waco now, but we'll see. Uh, Chad Mask. Never mind. That's a political statement. Don't care about that. Uh, A. Swenson. In Rookie of the Year, how do the Cubs win a series when their best two pitchers both lose their arms in a division-winning regular season game with a roster that apparently sucked the previous year? Rookie of the Year is not a great baseball movie. It's a it's a feel good movie. It's funny. You know, it's it's a it's an interesting, but it's not a good baseball movie Can't at dig, all. Dig down till you have to. Yeah. Yeah. You have to. Yeah, it's just, it's just, it's just not a good. One. So yeah, I mean, in reality, come on, that guy who's squeezing the bat so hard that sawdust is coming out of it. I have found the answer. Hot ice. <laughs> I love his character. <laughs> it's locked in the damn cabinet. Some pitchers like heat, others like ice. I found the answer. Hot ice. <laughs> I'm not quoting that exactly, but uh, it's close enough. Uh, let's see here. Um, another one from A. Swenson. If the coaches were reversed, Leach at Ole Miss, Kiffin at State, would State be getting as much unwarranted media love as Ole Miss, seeing them as high as third in the West by some experts? So here's what I think. You tell me if you think I'm wrong. I think that the national media has fallen in love with John Rice Plumley a little bit, which is funny because he is not likely to be the starting quarterback. But they all saw him rush for like 200 yards against LSU, and they are all like, this guy is the next Johnny Manziel. Maybe I'm just blind, but I haven't seen anyone just completely falling over themselves for Ole Miss. I mean, everything I see has them finishing fifth or... 
or they, so in the it, West. They, 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 most project like the Athlon projection would have had them finishing fifth and State sixth, which I, I don't agree of, with. They shouldn't be ahead of State. They shouldn't be. They shouldn't be. I agree with that. But it's it, there's still no one sitting back thinking Ole Miss, man, they, they're going to be really good under Lane Kiffin. I, I haven't seen I that. I think they're going to be better. I do too. But, yeah, really, I don't know. I think I think the, the, the love, though, is more for Plumlee. I really do think that. Like I said, he had such a he, he had two big games and they were against LSU and Alabama. And people were like, wow, well, you know, they're better around him and he just gets a little bit better at passing. He can be, a, you know, that's what they're saying right now. Also from May Swenson, uh, what is the proper ratio of jelly to peanut butter, in your opinion? It should be one slice of bread smeared with jelly, yeah, one slice smeared exactly. with peanut butter. Total coverage. Yeah, I guess 50 50. It's 50 50. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Does the condiment same 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 Ace Winston here? Does the condiment of your homemade sandwich go on the top slice of bread, bottom slice? So if you put mustard on a sandwich, where where does it go? Uh, it's going both sides. Both sides of the bread. Yeah, I'm gonna put some on one side, and then I'm probably gonna like push the bread together for a minute, kind of. So you're sure. cheap. Yeah, you're just trying to you're trying to <laughs> just get equal e- equal. Uh, <laughs> I got you. Equal spreadage. All right. Uh, let's see here. What about you? Hmm? I need. I need. Well, I don't put condiment. I don't put. Oh, you don't put any condiment. No, no. I mean, depends on what it is. Like if well, I go, I mean, if like, I go down here to Jersey Mike's and get a chicken Philly, I'm not putting any condiments on that. Right. Like, but like, but like I mean, if, like, if I get a, well, you know, turkey and something, I don't put I, mayonnaise. I may, I, may put, I, don't put, I don't put anything like that. I may put a little bit of honey mustard or something. No, 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 no. None of that for me. Okay. So, uh, I mean, the only time I, the only thing I put on sandwiches like that was stuff you have to shake on, like hot sauce. Yeah. You know, something like that. Uh, Riley Fitzpatrick, how long should the Major League Baseball season be moving forward? How many teams should make the playoffs? When we go back to a full season, what should a full season be? I, I really do think that the excite if they can make it work, if everything starts getting back to normal a little bit, there's going to be a push. I don't, I don't know how you do it with TV money. But this is going to be an, it's going to be an exciting season because there's so few games. Every game finally does sort of count. Now I don't think you can just do sixty, but could they get away from one sixty two? I guess they could, but I don't think they will. Um, and if they did, I could see them shortening it by what three or four games uh, down to try and get this wild card. You know, right now in a normal season, the wild card thing is just a one game playoff. I could see them trying to figure something out where the wild card thing becomes a wild card, like best of three. And so maybe at that point you chop off three or four games in the season to make sure you have time to fit it all in. But, I mean, you're going to have a a long baseball season. It's always been a long baseball season. Even before it was 162, it was what, like 140-something? It was 154. Yeah, I mean, it's you're going to have a long baseball. That's what baseball is. Baseball is the grind. It's the... Day in, day out, it's the, you know, get hot, get cold, over the long haul, how do you do kind of thing. And while, yeah, baseball is kind of cool to have, like this year, the 60-game sprint. I don't know. Baseball is so fluky in that a really good team can have a bad 40 or 50-game stretch. Last year's World Series champion, the Nationals, 50 games into the season, they were like 12 games under 500. I mean, they were a, a long way under 500. They ended up winning the World Series. Baseball is just all about a long season, finding that consistency, and, and being good over the long haul. I agree. And, and so I just don't think that it's a game designed to, to do it in a 40, 50, 60 game sprint, unless there's a pandemic going on, in which case, you got to do what you got to do. Exactly. All right. Uh, let's see here. Justin Strawn. What time? 5.40 a.m. Said he was headed to school to get his classroom set up. We're getting closer. National expectations for Mississippi State, pretty low right now. Most prognosticators seem to think the Bulldogs are going to finish six, and some even have them behind Arkansas. Is it simply because people aren't sure how the transition to the air raid will work? If anyone has them behind Arkansas... They're foolish. They are completely... They don't know what they're talking about. That, that's just... I would guess an Arkansas homer somewhere is the only way I could figure that out. But, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that's the only answer, though, is that – because you, you think about it. You, Leach is a, co- a coach who's won everywhere he's been. You brought in a great quarterback. Why would you not think that team's going to be good? I mean, I mean, better than sixth and certainly better than seventh in the West. There's no chance for that. 
Uh, is there a more pointless daily task that people do every day than making their bed? People, most people do it, but it doesn't actually help us do anything to help us be productive. I mean, you you, you literally make your bed and then you you mess it up ten hours later. True. Uh, I will say there's something just peaceful in the mind about walking into the room when the bed's made, though. It just looks cleaner. I guess. Uh, I, I'm a. I don't know. It's tough to do in a house when you got two kids under four, about to have three kids under four. But I am in a better mood when the house is somewhat organized. Yeah, I agree with that. And so a made-up bed is just a little more organized. But see, the bed to me is out of sight, out of mind. I don't ever see it till I go to the bedroom. You know, I want the living room to be clean. The kitchen needs to be clean. But the, the bedroom, I'm not saying the bedroom can be nasty, but if the bed's unmade, I don't care. Well, I, mean, I, I have a cat who lays on the bed all day, and he just rolls around on the comforter anyway. So. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not losing. You know, I, I'm not walking around all day thinking, "Well, the bed's not made." But hey, if, if I don't know, I guess I was raised by a woman that like made me made my, make my bed yeah. kind of deal. So I, I've just always been a pretty as a bachelor, pretty big on as the a bed's bachelor, always usually. I made. slept with nothing on. I slept with no mattress, nothing. I mean, I'm sorry, not no mattress, no, uh, no, no sheets, no sheets. Yeah, pillow and a blanket, and I didn't. So yeah, I didn't, I didn't care, and and, and, you know, probably had something to do with my lack of success with the ladies, if I had to guess, because they were just like, no. (laughs) All right, uh, walk in to see a mattress. Yeah, now, first off. It was difficult just to get him in the apartment. <laughs> you gotta get... But then from there, it was really a problem. Uh, who is a more important character of the MCU, Iron Man or Captain America? Uh, this is more your alley than mine. You know, all right, here comes some in-game spoilers. I haven't seen in-game at this point. i got no sympathy for you. <laughs> but, you know, obviously Iron Man is the guy who, like, the story is intertwined around them. About how Iron Man is the guy who would never make a sacrifice. I mean, if you watch the first Avengers... Captain America says it to me, you're never the guy who makes the sacrifice play. He ends up making the ultimate sacrifice. Captain America is a guy who doesn't trust anybody, and he ends up having to trust everybody. Um, but the answer to me is Captain America. Captain America is the, is the Superman of Marvel Comics, to me. Actually, I take that back. Spider-Man is the Superman of Marvel Comics, and he's the most... Let's see if I can make this work. Okay. Yes, Captain America is the Superman. Spider-Man is the Batman. And what I mean by that is he's the most popular character. But Captain America is the, he is the, the, the point of the spear, in my opinion. Uh, speaking of that, do you think it become, these movies become as good as the juggernaut they are today if Robert Downey Jr. isn't cast as Iron Man? Yes, I, I, don't, I think that. I think that was absolute perfect casting. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I'm sure, and I, I may, maybe you just say that because that's what you've seen, but it would have been difficult for anybody else to pull off. You know, he was he was the perfect choice to play that. It's 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 the rare. I mean, think about how many guys have been Batman. Yeah, and and even though Batman and Robin is a terrible movie, George Clooney was good as Batman. I thought Val Kilmer. I think Val Kilmer is really good as Batman and Bruce Wayne. Christian Bale was great. I thought Ben Affleck was great. I'm interested to see what Robert Pattinson can do. But you know, no one else. I shouldn't say that because I didn't think after uh, Heath Ledger played Joker, I was like nobody else can ever do it again. Because like, I, yeah. I don't think anybody well, can live up to it. I shouldn't say no one else can ever be Iron Man again. But kind of like every other Joker performance will now forever be measured against yeah. Heath Ledger. Anybody else that's Iron Man yeah, will forever. Yeah. yeah. So. All right. Uh, let's see here. Johnny Bathia wants to know, uh, looking at all the offensive sets that Leach runs with his system, how many receivers will per cycle will MSU have to recruit? They're gonna have to get about three or four every every cycle. Yeah, you know, I mean that, that's gonna be enough because you'll always have some transfers. You know, and, and you'll redshirt guys and stack them up. And now this this cycle, you might want to get four or five. Might you know the thing with this year is getting shavers in. It's almost like getting a JUCO guy in because he does have a second year. Now, mm-hmm. well, your your hope is that he doesn't use it. Your hope is that he comes in, catches eighty five for twelve hundred and ten touchdowns, and becomes a first round draft choice. But we'll see. I still kind of forget about Schaefer's every now and then when I start thinking about MSU receivers. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah, he is here, isn't he? There you go. Uh, let's see here. Carter Bentley, if classes are going to be held in the hump this semester, does the basketball renovations delay another season? Oh, does that kind of happen? I haven't heard that. i got to ask John about that. I, I, it's been several months since since we've talked about renovations and stuff. Yeah, I would we have, haven't <laughs> talked about anything but this other uh, stuff, yeah. I would have to think that some of that – I mean, I, it's still going to happen. I would have to think that that's probably been at least a, 
a little bit delayed. That, yeah. That's just a complete guess. I'll have to ask him to see. But yeah. Uh, let's see here. Alexandra Watson. I work at a busy sports store, and despite a city ordinance and a big sign stating you must wear a mask, many people are still not wearing them. Since throat punching them is not an option, what can I say to them to make them realize they are putting my health at risk? I would think, and I could be wrong, but I would think that if you just said, I'm not going to serve people who aren't wearing a mask, they would get the point. You know? where, where does she work? She's at a busy sports store. Okay. Because I was going to say, I don't know where she lives. Mm-hmm. I was I was going to say, depending on where you live, uh, like in Starkville, I think you're supposed to have people at the front door yeah, making, making people to, yeah. put their mask on. Yeah. Uh, so just tell me, I would just say like, I'm not I'm not willing to check that person out. Somebody else can do it. Yeah. You know, just that's what I would do. Uh, Eric Busby, what's the most popular sports movie that makes the least amount of sense to you? I.e., Nick Nolte being staunchly against cheating in blue chips. Robert Redford being a 47-year-old rookie in The Natural. Uh, I've said this before. The ending of Remember the Titans just drives me insane. Yeah. That on the last play of the game, they ran a reverse 65-plus yards for a touchdown. It's just silly. <laughs> um, so that one, uh, the Blue Chips one is a good one. I mean, a college basketball coach who didn't play the – I mean, and won three national titles. You know, And I, I know it's supposed to be sort of built off of Bobby Knight – but come on. Am I supposed to believe Bobby Knight wasn't playing the game? Come on. Um, is there any? What else am I leaving out here? I'm trying to think if there's any other. The Robert sure Redford is are. a good Robert Redford is a good one, but that the whole was the whole point. He was the natural. And he was he was that was you know that was his his his, his thing. Um I don't know. There's, there's that's the thing. There's a lot. There's a lot of. I'll tell you one that is. I don't. I think you haven't seen it. If you, I think I've asked you this draft day. I haven't seen draft with day with Kevin Costner. So what's the what's the premise that's out of out of bounds? I, I can just remember. I've only watched it one time, and it was not long after it came out. So I'm kind of a little bit sketchy on details. But basically, he pulled off this just deal at the last minute that just would never ever in any circumstance ever happen. Yeah, it just kind of. I don't know. It was completely Hollywood. Is all yeah. it was. That, that would n- never happen in real life. And I also I don't like when things. I, I get based on a true story, but when you're just adding stuff, you know, like in Remember the Titans, they blew that team out that they played in the state championship game. They blew them out. It wasn't close. Well, when you watch a movie like Remember the Titans, <laughs> I guess for themes and stuff, yeah. you can count on it to be. You know, yeah. this is kind of how it was. But for actual yeah. sports accuracy, in in Rudy. The scene where they go in the uh, the coach office and put their jersey down never happened. Yeah, yeah. It's just, the story is good enough. I don't need you to, to add all that to it. Uh, this is a really good question. All right, do you ever eat at Cookout? I've never eaten at Cookout, not one time. You would like Cookout because it's cheap. It's I mean you can you, you your family could eat there for twenty yeah, bucks. My wife my wife has eaten at Cookout. Okay. I have not. So a Cookout tray is you get a burger or a chicken sandwich and then you get two sides. And they have side chicken nuggets or sides there. Yeah, a quesadilla is yeah. a side. No, I'm familiar with the so, process. I just... If you could build a cookout tray, entree and two non-traditional sides by combining all fast food restaurants, what would your tray look like? So, what's mm. your what's your entree? Spicy chicken from Popeyes. That was the first thing, buddy. We are on the same page. A three-piece <laughs> meal, spicy from Popeyes. By the way, you know how Popeyes is, right? The, the price you pay for the delicious chicken is the service is terrible. <laughs> I got Popeye's yesterday for the first time since this all started because the line is always so long. Yeah. But yesterday I had time. Got a three-piece spicy meal. Get back here to the office to eat. They gave me three drumsticks. Aww. I was just like, but still good. <laughs> in, in reality, my cookout tray might just be the, what I got from Popeye's yesterday. Three-piece meal, mashed potatoes and gravy, and dirty rice. But we'll go. We'll try something different here. So go ahead. What's, your, uh, what's one of your mm. sides? Thinking around here, that's right. It doesn't have to. It, it could be. It's anything, yeah. So, where we are, is there a place whose fries you like best? I used to really like the. I haven't had them in forever. I guess they still have them. The the Arby's like curly, curly fries. fries, yeah. So yeah, yeah, I'll throw that on there. Okay, and you got one more side. You might get like a really good mac and cheese side. I I, I was trying to think of one, but. 
Like for fast food yeah. places. I, I haven't had Chick fil A has mac and cheese. Chick fil A's mac and cheese is good. Is it good? It's good. I haven't tried it, but it's I'll, good. I'll, I'll trust you. Trust me. That sounds like a really good meal, though. The the Popeyes spicy chicken. Yes. The Arby's curly fries. Yes. And Chick fil A mac and cheese. All right. I'm going Popeyes three piece meal. I'm going to go to Taco Bell and get a chicken quesadilla. And then I'll get uh, the mac and cheese is probably the, the way to go, to be honest with you. I'm trying to think of anything else. I love Popeye's dirty rice, though. I do love it. I might go with that. I might. Okay. I, I hate getting two from Popeye's, though. The, 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 it's the, your plate. It's I true. Mean, that's true. But I, I like to, I like variety. Yeah. All right. Good question, Eric. Uh, Ricky Re, Ricky Wedgeworth wants to know my three keys to success for smoking or cooking a tri tip. One's luck. <laughs> I, that was the first time I had done it. And it came out really, really well. Um, I mean, there's there's. I, I, yeah. Watch watch a video of somebody who does it, so you have the idea. Don't just try to put it on the grill and figure it out. I I got lucky when I cooked that thing because the video said it was gonna take like an hour, and you're supposed to flip every 15 minutes. So I flipped it once, and I didn't mess with the, the temperature. I was like, it's only been on there, you know, tw- it'd been there only there like 20 minutes at that point. Come back 15 minutes later tw- and, and do it again, and I checked the temperature, and I'm thinking it's gonna be at like 100, and it was like 125, and you're supposed to pull it at 130. I was like, oh, my God. All right, well, let me put it on the, on the hot side, get a little sear on it, and then take it off. If I had decided, you know, I, I, if I had thought, hey, I'm, I, don't, I don't need to check the temperature because I'm supposed to have another 30 minutes of cooking, that thing would have been burnt by the time I got back out there. Yeah. So check your temperature. And then uh, the other thing that, that I liked it, I thought it came out good, but it could have taken more seasoning. I, I sort of underseasoned. A friend of mine had... had had done it before. He said he thought it was a little salt. The way he did it was a little salty. So I wasn't as generous with the the rubs as I, I probably should have been. I, I would make, make it's a big piece of meat. It can handle some salt and pepper. Is what I would tell you. So those are my three. Those are my three t- keys. All right. Uh, do, you, do you have any? If it's good, eat it. Yeah. <laughs> that would be my advice. Oh. <laughs> That's that's hey man I ain't gonna I ain't gonna argue with you there, uh, and if it's from Welcome Home Beef, it, it just, it tastes, just good. tastes good. Jace Caldwell, what is one stereotype about media reporters that is not true? That we make a lot of money, <laughs> that we're rooting against, that we're rooting for the coronavirus. There's, there's many. Um, look, here's I, again. I don't like taking the podcast down political roads. So I won't. But there's this thought in everybody's mind that everybody in the media is you know, liberal. It's not the case. <laughs> uh, that, that, that's one, too. Um, there, uh, I don't know, man. I, I think there's a lot. I think there's some of the, like, we hate your team kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, some of this recent blowback and negativity, like, we're rooting for sports to not happen. Yeah, that could not I don't. Fair. I don't think people... Surely people don't actually believe that, but um, you got to remember too. Anybody that that thinks that, look, there are some in the media I think that enjoy the negativity and pushing the negativity a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not going to happen, not going to happen, not going to happen. But you got to remember too that a lot of folks that are projecting and saying stuff are talking to people that are yeah not real optimistic about right. things. Right. That that's why it kind of comes across that way sometimes. I agree. So, with you. Um, a lot of times, it, it's not just opinion. It's like the MLB thing with the Marlins yesterday. I had some dude with 30 followers or so get on my case about uh, I was fear-mongering, saying that the season was about to be canceled, which it still may be, by the way. Right. Um, I mean, I know... I mean, you, it's not just me. I mean, you've seen national reporters write that college ADs and stuff are looking at how MLB yes. goes yes. To, to determine how things might go for a college football season. So if MLB collapses underneath itself in the next week or two, that has an impact on college football and the decisions they will ultimately make. So, right. anyway. Uh, he also wants to know, if you're trying to write an article to get the highest view count possible, who are you going to interview and why? Uh, apparently the press secretary of the United States, because that's... <laughs> Easily the most read article I've ever written. From MSU, it would be Dak, if you could get Dak. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, I agree with that. Yeah. Dak uh, or, or... I mean, if, I, if you're telling me I can, I, if I could get... If I could be positive he'd tell the truth to every question I asked, Hugh Freeze. Yeah. You know, uh, 
the the stories that get the most clicks no no lie it is the ones about controversy of yeah. any of any kind like like the press secretary thing yeah. i mean she is a controversial figure because of the administration that she works for and so everybody read it some don't like her some love her but everybody read it um like if i could i don't know if he would be willing to I've actually, in the past, tried to reach out to him again and wasn't able to get up with him. But, like, if Andy Canizero was ever to... Yeah. That would be a, a very highly read story. Yeah. Because he, it's kind of his the circumstances in which he left. Um, those kinds of stories are the ones that get the most clicks. Yeah. Uh, a random... People are going to make fun of me about this one, but it's just the uh, God's honest truth. If you write an arrest story of any kind, yeah. it is going to get a ton of clicks. Yeah. And, and that's not to say people that, hate read them. Um, yeah, they I mean, read I, it so they can they can go off on you about reporting arrests. And, and I haven't, you know, I said this when I was at the Starfield Daily when people used to get on my case about arrests. Like, if you can tell my bosses that I don't have to report arrests, uh, then I, you know I won't be as you know gung ho about, about it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm my own boss kind of a little bit now. Yeah. Uh, When's the last time you looked at that website? It's been. Been a while. I, now, now, don't misunderstand me. Now I'm still in the news reporting business, so if there is an arrest for an egregious something, yeah. I'm going to report it. But you're not worried about. But somebody if so and so ran the stop sign yeah. down here, it ain't. Yeah, yeah. It, it ain't happening. All right, Carter Bentley. If we could demolish or heavily renovate one building on campus, what would it be? Doesn't the obvious answer have to be Dorman Hall? Right there, you know, behind the, you know, where they they film SEC now and. Press the nation and, and game day. And all. It, it has to be done. Yeah, it's just kind of an eyesore now, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, another one from Alexandra Watson. At work, I have to cook lunch for 15 to 20 people every day. I love to cook, but I feel like I cook the same thing every week. Can you give me some easy, not overly expensive, but different lunch ideas? You, what, 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 what do you cook for 15 to 20 people over there, Joel? I mean, a big old mac and cheese thing of some some kind i mean yeah. I, can, I make a meal out of just mac and so that's cheese I'm, so. I'm thinking like pot meals made in a pot big pot chili yeah soup now it's hot chicken uh, spaghetti chicken spaghetti is a good call um chicken and dumplings chicken and dumplings be stroganoff would be a good call yeah things that you can just put in a big pot and cook you know you don't want to try to cook 15 to 20 pork chops 15 to 20 breasts of chicken or whatever so something like that Gumbo. Again, it's hot, though. But gumbo would be a good choice, yeah. WB has a bunch of soccer questions for me. Opinion on the Ballon d'Or cancellation and who do I think should have won? Ballon d'Or is like the player of the year. They canceled it, which was silly because everybody finished their season. Uh, Robert Lewandowski should have won. Opinion on if Chelsea buys back Nathan Ake. Makes sense. Bournemouth's going down. They're going to be looking to sell. Uh, You need a center back? Why not? Favorite to win the Champions League, Dark Horse to win the Champions League. Uh, Bayern is my favorite. Dark Horse, <sighs> that's the thing. Like the, the, the teams at this level, there aren't a whole lot of Dark Horses. They're all really, really good. Atalanta is an interesting one because with Mbappe out, uh, PSG is probably going down. So, uh, Okay, that's enough soccer for one day from that guy anyway. Blaine Whitehead, most overrated and underrated player from the Mullen. I know you're getting tired of it. Uh, well, people people love But I can talk like about it. baseball, so, you know. It's true. Most overrated and underrated players from the Mullen era. Blaine Whitehead. Who's the most overrated player? Most overrated player from the Mullen era? Yeah. Oh my gosh. <sighs> I, about, I, I about had a hot take. I have a hot take. What's yours? And he's really good now. It's Chris Jones. Isn't yeah. It? Yeah. <laughs> Chris Jones was the number two overall recruit in the country. And he was a good college player, but he was never. In college, Kim DJ was better than Jones. Well, it but dep- now it dep- it's not close. Well, it depended on the play. Like, Chris Jones, it seemed like to me, might take a play or two off when he was at, at Mississippi Well, no, State. I, I'm just saying, like, he was just never dominant. There were just. Was there ever a game that Chris Jones took over? Where like they Chris Jones is making it impossible to do. No, there just wasn't. Yeah, I think part of that was the dumb one A one B thing his uh, his sophomore year, because I mean with him out there, with, if they had just left him out there with with McKinney and those Gosh, guys, that just sends a shiver up your spine. It does, to think yeah. about one A one B. Chris Jones is a good. Who's underrated? Mm. I got one here. I think I got go. one. Here. Go, Ladarius Perkins. Okay, I think he got a lot of hate. 
because people wanted to see Josh Robinson so bad. And Josh Robinson was really good, but Perkins was a thousand yard rusher. He, I mean, who who got more out of their skill set than Ladarius Perkins did? Made big plays in big games. Good player. Uh Well, I guess he would be a little bit of a Joe guy because he was here for Joe's first year, but he was here for Mullins, most of Mullins. But I was always a big fan of Gary Green. And I, some, of that, some of that's personal just because I really like Gary Green. He's a good <laughs> so, player. Uh, I'll throw him in there as a guy that I don't know. He always got overshadowed because you had Simmons, you had Sweat, you had, uh, you know, yeah. you had NFL first-round talent. Really good player. But but I thought Gary was always solid. Matt Wells would be another one for under- Oh, under- man, yeah. Uh, power rank these French fries: waffle, crinkle, curly, shoestring, steak. Ah, uh, for me, shoestrings probably last. I don't. See, I, I don't. Like, I don't like the like the McDonald's. I like a thin, See, crispy I, French fry. I'm not a. I, I like it, but it's it's last on that list okay. for me. Uh curly maybe one. Okay, I'm a big curly. As you saw, all yeah, goes. Yeah, I yeah. went with the Arby's curly fry. Uh I'll go waffle too. Okay. Um, I like the steak fries. I'll go three yeah. with them, and then it's what crinkle and then shoestring. Uh, curly. No, no, sorry. Yeah, crinkle and shoestring. Yeah. yeah, that's. I'll finish it out with those two. Okay, so for me, I don't like thick French fries. So steak is on the bottom for me, and then waffles behind that or in front of that. So the waffles four, crinkle is. The thing I don't like about crinkle cut fries is this: nobody makes crinkle cut fries fresh. So, like, I, I don't expect fresh fries when I go to McDonald's or anything like that. But yeah. I go to a sit-down restaurant, a nice restaurant, and they give me crinkle-cut fries. I mean, they're just pull, open them in a bag and they're throwing them in the fryer. Yeah. So, so, no, there's no good. Uh, and then uh, shoestring, and then curly fries. I like Arby's curly fries. And usually curly fries have something else going on. They're like some yeah. seasoning like on them. Cajun fries. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Uh, Dalton Lee asked if I saw those wings. Everybody's asking about the wings. Yes, those wings look fantastic. Uh, Patton Paris, what if we can talk about it? What is the most uncomfortable moment you've ever had as a journalist? Boy, there's two more heads press conferences that'll be up there for you. Yeah. Is there one that stands Thinking. out? I'm trying to think. There's something that like. Well, I. I okay, I know. I know what mine is now. Go ahead. I, I was gonna say. One of one of the times, and this wasn't anything major, um, but back a few years ago, uh, I had learned of a couple of arrests that were for so somewhat egregious things. Mm-hmm. So they needed to be reported, and they had happened a week or two before I had found out, and so I was about to report them, and I reached out for a statement from Mullen. Mm-hmm. And this was only a day or two before signing day, mm-hmm. and he was not pleased that I was about to report that. So that was a little bit uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, and I was basically saying, well, I'm not going to withhold news that I have learned about just, you know, because I don't work for Mississippi State. It's not my job to learn about it and then cover it up. Right, right. It's my job to report when I find out. So right. we kind of had a little bit of a, I don't want to say, I feel like he kind of understood, but he kind of didn't want me to, and... I don't really care. I've got to report it. So anyway, that was just a little bit of an uncomfortable situation. Yeah, I can believe that. But, I'm tr- I mean, there's been other little things like that through the years. I have one I can't talk about. Okay, I, can't, I just can't. Yeah. But I have one. Anyway, it, it ended up being funny. And you were there for this. This was the one where uh, State was – Mullen was still here. It was Mullen's last year. And State was about to play Texas A&M. And in both – they were on the road. In all of their road games that year, they had gotten off to a slow start. They had always they had fallen behind in every road game, so I asked him. I was like, "Is there something going on? Is something you've seen that that's you know leading to this these slow starts on the road?" Now, if you want to watch this, it's on YouTube. He paused for a full ten seconds. Oh yeah, it, I mean, and you you think about you know ten seconds, ten seconds of silence in a press conference like is that a, is weird. He's just looking up, and I'm thinking he's about to blast me. Like, well, why do you? What are you telling me? What you're seeing? You know, something like that. And everybody's sort of looking around, and finally he just goes, ah, lack of execution? And then we're on the next question. <laughs> and I remember when he left, Paul Jones was like, man, 
I thought he was about to kill you right there. Yeah. I was like, that was crazy. So it was that 10 seconds was highly uncomfortable. <laughs> All right. Also, you want Pat and Paris. Have we ever had an interview lined up we, we were looking forward to that ended up not going so well? Um, I've had interviews lined up. Is he talking about on the pod? I, I don't know. Just, just, just wherever. I mean, I've had interviews before that I was looking forward to, and I thought, man, this has a chance to be really good. And it was somebody that just either what didn't go into as much detail yeah. as you'd like yeah. kind of thing. That's always and so what it, it is. So it ends up, as you write your story or whatever, you're like, well, they didn't really give me anything I didn't already know. Yeah. Exactly. And it's kind of disappointing from that end. But I don't, I don't really have a good one for that, so... Uh, let's see here. Gil Manclang. Uh, what are our thoughts on the DH? Should it be implemented in both leagues? I say no. I, I don't I don't want it to be, but it's going to be. It's going to be, but I, I don't I don't think it should be. I'm a purist. For me, trying to get into EPL, hey. Give me a, a summary of what a new fan wants to know. And now he gives me the hashtag come on you Spurs. First thing you should know is not to cheer for Spurs. You're a Mississippi State fan. You have enough heartbreak in your life. Don't do this. Their trophy case is empty. Don't pick another team. Um, but secondly, I mean, once you pick a better team, I, I'm telling you, don't go with Spurs. You're going to regret it. Uh, gosh, uh, you know, just start. I would start. You know, start learning the players on your team. Start training. You know, look into some other leagues, just because you, you need to have a base knowledge of the other leagues. Because there's transfers. That's the one thing about about this sport that's interesting. Is imagine if there were like four NFLs, right? Imagine if there was an NFL in Canada, like really good football. High-level football, right? There's one in Canada, there's one in Mexico, there's one in Brazil, whatever, right? And players went from the American NFL to the Canadian NFL all the time. That's what happens in soccer. Great players in the Spanish League go to England all the time. So you need to know some of those players. Honestly, what really got me into soccer, I was already a fan, but when I bought the first when I bought FIFA for the first time, and you see a lot of those players, it, it it gives you a lot more knowledge. It's weird how that works. So go buy FIFA for whatever you know. Buy an old one. Don't buy the new one. You don't have to spend super money, but something I would do. Don't pick Spurs. That's the main. That's the main point. TJ Hand, if you could ever punch one person in the face and get away with it, who would it be? You got. You gotta have to answer this question, Reverend. Yeah, I'm just thinking. Kent Herbeck's a good call. There you go. That's a good choice for you. <laughs> I immediately go to sports. Well, he says, "Well, you should." That's uh, why most of your heartbreak lies. <laughs> it really may be Kent Herbeck because I, I, as a kid, when that happened, yeah, I just built up a lot of resentment, and here we are now, almost 30 years later, and it's just kept building. So nothing wrong with that. I, w- I mean, mine would probably be Larry Bird. I'd love to punch Larry Bird right in the face. I figured you would go with a certain former Ole Miss basketball player, but ah, no, 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 no. Larry Bird's my choice. <laughs> uh, what's the one thing that you are scared of that will make you scream like a girl? One thing that I'm scared of that would make me scream like a girl. Um. If I unexpectedly came across a huge spider. Really? Okay. Like, spiders don't really scare me if I kind of see them. And, mm-hmm. and like, the, even the, the regular... I don't like them, but whatever. They're just spiders. But if I unexpectedly see one, mm-hmm. and it's really big... Yeah. I, I, there's at least a chance there that I'm... Yeah. I'm, yeah. A rat. I'm kind of high-pitched anyway. A but. rat for me. If I see a rat, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to yelp. Uh, do you believe in ghosts? No. No. Uh, how many speeding tickets have you had? Um, I think just one. I've been, I mean, I've been pulled over yeah. many times, but uh, I think just one. Yeah. Zero. You've never had one. Never had one. And it was when I was uh, like, yeah. How old were you? I was eighteen. Okay, so yeah, not a long time. Yeah. Uh, John Wise, this is a long question. With Jackson Public Schools announcing fully virtual class in the fall and the cancellation of sports, which is not. Evidently not not done yet. I think it feels like they sort of put that out there and they got beat up so bad. They were like, well, yeah, maybe kinda, not. Maybe yeah, not. I kind of like they walked it back a little bit. Uh, do you think that the whole health of the school-age kids was taken into consideration? Poverty is high in JPS and decided to take away the ability to get two meals at the school, the ability to socially interact with your peers and teachers, and the stability that comes with being in a relatively safe place during the day seems unjustified. Was this an informed and smart decision considering the facts we have? No, I don't think it was, personally. Yeah. You, 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 you can give kids the option, 
but you you got to have school. You got to. I'm not saying that you know you got to force everybody into the school. You want to try to do what you can to keep people safe. But you got to give them that option. You got to give them that option, and you can't canceling sports. You just it's it's that's that's not a good call in my opinion. Uh, it's not mine either. I, I don't think that gets talked about enough in all this mess that's going on. Is that if you take away opportunities like that, you're ruining lives. Yeah. I mean, there there are some kids that will not finish school if they didn't have sports to go to school for. Right. Um, I don't know. I we could go down a deep road on on some of some right. thoughts on this, but. There, there's the thing with everything that's going on in the world. I don't feel like there's any nuance to the discussion at all. It's like you got to be totally to this extreme or totally to this extreme, and the answer is probably somewhere in the middle. Uh, yes, as we record thunder and lightning here, we have a little rain. It's raining so, loud enough that I heard it through the headset. Um, what is going on? But yeah, I think you got to give these kids an opportunity to, to play sports. I agree. Uh, Bryson Gunn, talk, can we talk about how sneaky good the MSU offensive line will be? There's a lot of talent there. You've recruited well there. You yeah. know, L- Think about what they have right now in terms of uh, just the whole depth chart. You've got a five-star in cross, Dollar Bill, Scott Lashley, uh, Cole Smith. Darren Parker. Darian, well, I mean, I'm talking about just in terms of, of recruiting. Oh, just recru- okay. All those guys were four-stars. And then you've got you guys like LaQuinston Sharp and Darian Parker and Greg Island who have a ton of starts. You got a lot of talent there. They should be. That's another reason I think this air raid has a good chance because you got a good offensive line. Uh, let's see here. TJ Hand. More from TJ Hand, who had a, a ton of questions. Yeah. Uh, what's the maddest you've ever been while on the job? I know the answer for you. <laughs> I, I will. Abst- <laughs> I'm trying to think of the second maddest. <laughs> I, I know what number one is. Because uh, number one is a slam dunk. Yeah. Okay. Talk about that. I, number. T- I'll go number two. Okay. Number two. I'll I'll tell this story because mm-hmm. time's passed now. He doesn't care. Mm-hmm. Uh. Uh, me and Robbie had a little tiff. Really? Yeah, you know, before a baseball game one day. Yeah. I think I remember you telling me about that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I was I was just joking a little bit, and I don't think he was, and then so it quickly turned into I'm not joking either, and anyway, it didn't last long, but yeah. I, it takes a lot to get me mad. Literally, I, I think that the time that I cannot talk about mm-hmm. in the time that I'm talking about, maybe the only two times. Yeah. Period that I've gotten really, really, really mad um, on on the job. I know what number one would be had I heard what the person said to me. <laughs> I do too, but I, I didn't hear it. And, and we're sorry to be vague, but it just I, I, I didn't I didn't hear it, and I didn't find out about it until two days later. In which time, you know, the, the moment was gone. We'll just say this in the fact that us media folk we spend more time with each other sometimes than our own families, yeah, yeah. and so sometimes there are some heated. We moments. don't have media; we have family. <laughs> there, there are I'm definitely. I think if there's one where moments. I'm like, I was just like really pissed off. And nothing, nothing's coming to mind in terms of just like I had to yell at somebody. No, I take it back. No, you know what? I don't want to. Never mind. That's the that's thing. Like, if to tell you this stuff is like I have to talk about bad about somebody else. Yeah, I have two really good ones, but. I can't, I'm not going to talk about um, So, sorry not to answer your question, And, and the thing is, like, I told you all the story just a minute ago, and I didn't go into There wasn't a ton of detail to go into. It was just kind of a three or four minute him mad at me, me mad at him session. But the next day, me and Robbie were in the car together uh, going yeah. to, uh, I can't. I think we covered like a high school state championship yeah. game. It, it was literally, that's a good thing about, Look, I'm not against women in the sports media, whatever. I whoever, come on in. But guys, we have an ability to be what, mad what, at what, each what, other. What, what, do I need to give a disclaimer? No, that I'm, no. I don't agree with you. I, I think you, and I think probably most female. I know my wife would agree with me on this. Mm-hmm. Um, like we as guys have an ability to be mad at you, and then five minutes later, we're like, "Hey, come here, look at this!" Like yeah. we're like best buddies again. I got you. So I. I my wife, ha- all, we, we've had this all conversation. All views of lightning so. are only for lightning. Yeah. I'll, cl- I'll claim that one if anyone wants to disagree. Last one from TJ because he's got so many. Uh, what's the worst your kids have ever embarrassed you? Um, you got one? Because your kids are so little. Yeah. No? Not Nothing major. I mean, like, there's sometimes in, in church where... Because my kids typically, unless they get out of hand, will sit out front with us in church. Mm-hmm. And they're usually pretty good, but there's yeah. been a time or two where we had to had to take them out. I'll tell thing, my story. So. so, my kids used to go to this daycare where they would lock the door during nap time because they didn't want people just to be able to walk right in. You know, like you would have to, like, ring a doorbell that had, like, a, a, a silent buzzer so that you didn't wake the kids up, right? 
So I, I was standing there with my, my oldest daughter. Uh, we were going to pick up the youngest daughter who was in there. And the, the thing is, so I hit the thing. And while I'm waiting there, this father comes over. And he is clearly, like, I'm Arab, but he is Arab. Like, he is, you know, he came from the Middle East to America recently. And so we're just standing there, and I, you know, I give him the nod. And my daughter looks and goes, Daddy, he's browner than you. <laughs> what, what can you do at that point? So uh, that's my number one. Uh, <laughs> she was like maybe five. Yeah. So uh, let's see here. Oh gosh, you know Cal. He's getting there. He's getting to that He'll point where he's going to say He'll something. He'll say some stuff. Uh, the Allegheny Boys Tennis Program wants to know. Mike Leach has brought a unique offense to Mississippi State in the SEC. What if State chose a coach today who ran the option, like Emory Ballard did, or Paul Johnson at Georgia Tech? Both Air Raid and Option are unique to the SEC now. Which would be more successful? Obviously, the Air Raid is more exciting for fans. I don't think a true like run-it-downhill option team would be successful in the SEC with the talent they have year in, year out on defense. Can you see, uh, I mean, if Georgia Tech, and think about Georgia Tech, they, they probably recruited a, a similar level to Mississippi State. Could they could consistently beat Alabama, Auburn, Georgia, LSU? No. You better be getting some maulers up front yeah. kind of thing. Year, and that's the year thing. in, year out. The thing is, like that op- offense, remember, that's what Jeff Collins is sort of going through right now. They don't recruit big linemen. They recruit yeah. fast linemen who can pull and get out in front. Yeah. So, no, I don't think it would be successful It do- doesn't seem like it. You know, it would be something like, that's why, it was, you know, they think about, well, they beat Mississippi State that year. Yeah, once a year where you, you're not prepared for it, sure. But if I have film every year and I know it's coming, that, that no way. Colton Peterman, if there was a Thunder and Lightning Award given out at a state athletics award ceremony to an athlete, what would the award be for? And who would have won it last year? So let's talk about. The, I guess we're talking about the 2018-19 academic year. What would the award be for? The Thunder and Lightning Award. Yeah. For excellence in the field of advancement. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so Thunder and Lightning Award. Just how about this? The person who means the most to Mississippi State. Not necessarily the best player. Not necessarily. Although in my opinion, the guy who would win might have been the best player. Not necessarily. You know. Based on statistics, just who means the most to Bulldog Nation? And Jake Mangum would have won that. Oh, well, I was going to say, if we're going 2018-19, then it's easily Jake Mangum if, yeah. if the qualification is who means the most to Mississippi State. Right. That's, what I, that's, that's where I was going. Yeah, I mean, that's... So, yeah, that, that's my answer. Uh, Andy Atkinson, double A. What, let's do it for this past year. Because we I mean, had some of a baseball season and all of a football season and almost all of a basketball season. Who would you have went with? Not really. There's not really a standout. There really isn't. Um, I mean, Kylan Hill's my first thought, but I mean, Kylan Hill right now, there there are MSU fans who don't like him. Yeah. So I don't know if that's the answer or not. Like women's basketball, was there really you know, you know, I mean, Rakia Jackson maybe. I don't know. Mm. Um, certainly not Woodard or Perry. So, uh, Andy Atkinson, Double A. Christian McLeod could have been it. Could have. Maybe. Yeah. We'll never know. Brian recently replied to me about kids' items that frustrated us. He told about an episode of Dora the Explorer that still frustrates him to this day. Joel, is there something your boys enjoy? A show, a book that gets to you for no good reason? Ah. Uh, my... Cal, he likes, he likes multiple movies on, on Disney+, Plus, but even though it's... I don't know if you'd consider it a movie more designed for girls or not, but he Frozen is one of the movies that he actually really likes. And Olaf's voice. The, the, the little Olaf's snowman. Olaf's snowman, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of annoying. You don't like and Josh so, Gad? No, not not a big fan. I mean, that, that's the first thing that comes to mind, because every time I hear that voice, uh-huh. it just kind of... I mean, I'm not like going over there and cutting the TV off, but... Mm-hmm. I get to the thinking... The eye twitch? Yeah, a little bit. I got you. And, you know, imagine that, me, yeah. of all people, complaining about somebody else's voice, but... Uh, Joel, you need to get that kid... Watch- you really need to get him watching Sheriff Callie to see if he's like, Daddy, is that you? <laughs> but I, you you know, could probably just tell him that's you, and he would believe it. <laughs> You're right. I've said this before. They don't watch a ton of stuff that yeah. I'm just... Like, that's... You know, they don't have that... 
was it Caillou or something that so many parents oh, complain God, about? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Peppa Pig. Yeah, they, they don't watch a ton of that kind of stuff. I mean, yeah. the stuff that they watch is generally very there is watchable if you just want to sit there. There for a is something your boys enjoy that gets to you for no good reason. What's that? Braves baseball. That's <laughs> true. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Ian Ladner, Saints question, higher ceiling, Taysom Hill, Taysom Hill or Tommy Stevens at quarterback? Hill is by far the better overall athlete. It's tough to take Tommy Stevens, I hate to say seriously, he's a good player. But until I see him get through a season without an injury, I don't know what I'm looking at there. So i got to go with Taysom Hill. And then which rookie has the best chance to make an impact in the NFL this year from MSU? I think it's Willie Gay, right? Yeah. On the best team. In a good situation, and he's he, he was the best player. Yeah, I'm trying to think if I if I feel good about anybody else. Dantzler. I think I'd go Willie. Yeah, Willie, Willie Gage makes the most sense. Uh, Traquan Key. Rank these old Miss moments: draft night, Hugh Freeze firing, and the piss and miss. How are we ranking them here? In moment, in terms of hilarity. Hilarity. Yeah. I laughed the hardest at Freeze getting fired. I think for hilarity's sake, the Egg Bowl. So the, the problem with that is, for me, and why I can't rank it number one, is I didn't see it. I, did, I had to watch a replay. I, I mean, I was right there, but I was cut off. I couldn't see what had happened. I didn't know. I didn't know that he had done that until we were in the press conference maybe a half hour later. Hugh Freeze getting fired, I, re, I remember it like it was yesterday. I was going. I was going to go take a walk. I was driving. I was on campus. I, I like to I used to like to walk around uh, the lake over there. Like, was it? I don't know what it's called. But by the by Brian Sanderson Center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm getting out of the car, and I get a text from Brandon Walker. He's like, "What's going on? What is happening?" I'm like, "What?" So I check Twitter, and Pat Forty has tweeted about the explosive situation, and I was just like, "And I knew." Heads up, you know, being friends with Steve Robertson, I knew it was coming. Yeah, I knew he was a dead man walking. I didn't know when it was going to happen. And I just got right back in the car and I drove home. And my wife looked at me. I was like, I'm going to be on the computer for the rest of the night. <laughs> and I just sat there and I just laughed the whole night. So that's number one. Draft night was really funny, but nothing really came of it, you know, to be honest with you, to me, to me, in my opinion. Yeah. So I'm going, I'm going freeze, urination, simulation, draft night. You know, it all worked out for Laramie Tunsil. It worked end, out but, yeah, big uh, time for him. Don't you still kind of wonder? Because there's part of me, maybe, maybe it's the, I like a good mystery or something, but who did that to Laramie Tunsil? Like, who? <laughs> I have been told a couple of different names. I, I don't know for sure, though. Yeah. So, um, what are some features we would like to see in the new hump? The best press area ever. Like, you know, with a with a carving station at the, uh, in, the, in, the in the media room, prime rib at all times, you know? All that kind of stuff. No. Um, see, like when I look at when I look at the pavilion, and I, I've been to the Auburn Arena, really nice facilities. What makes them nice to me is how they look from the outside. Like inside, it's all sort of the same, right? You know, you yeah. got your seats, and, and you got the court, you got the big jumbotron. But you know what? You know, it's 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 the exterior of it makes it look like a really cool facility. So I, you know. That's the problem with the hump is that that's not going to happen. It's still going to look the same from the outside, you know. And that sort of sets your expectations. And it looks like right? a pound cake, right? Well, it sets your expectations. You go to the Auburn Arena, you're like, "Wow, this place is spectacular." And then you go to the court, and you're like, "Yeah, it really is nice." It doesn't matter how nice the inside is. If you look at the hump, you're like, "It's still the hump," you know. So I don't. I don't. I, this is why I told you. I've, I've said it before. It's like I'm not in favor of renovating the hump. I'm in favor of raising the hump and building a new one. Yeah. Yeah, and the thing that I hear all the time, John has said this, and uh, I think the people that have talked to John have said that. Like, they're so worried about... Because, look, for people that were in it in the early 2000s and, you know, late 90s, whatever, well, you don't have to go back that far. Go back to when the women's games are, you know, packed and stuff. It is an intimidating atmosphere. Yeah. And they are so worried that by by renovating it, they will take away some of that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, they, they face a challenge, yeah, they to say the they least, do. with they the do. home. No question. Last question, it's also from Traquan. If Woodard decides not to come back, who's the guy on that team? DJ, isn't it? It feels like it's going to be DJ Stewart, but I think if it, it, the best-case scenario is that 
Tolu Smith is sort of has sort of like a Lawrence Roberts vibe about him, and that he can come in and be the guy. Because I, 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 I like DJ Stewart, but for me, maybe it's just because at Mississippi State we've had so many great front court players, and we've had good guards. So I'm going to be Daryl Wilson and and, the, and you know Jamont Gordon and and those guys, great guards. You know, Q. Yeah, but. For me, being maybe it's because I'm old, but for me, like if I want to get a bucket, my thought is I want to push it down low and try to try to draw contact. Right, relying on somebody who has to like shoot threes, it's just difficult, especially in college basketball. You know, because the elite shooters aren't at Mississippi State. So, but that said, to answer your question, yeah, DJ Stewart is the guy. But you you need to hope that he, that Smith, maybe JV and Davis. Uh, could Jalen Johnson, you know, I mean, yeah. he's a senior, average 16 points a game, so we'll see. All right, tomorrow's show uh, is a uh, th- sort of a thunder and lightning tradition. Going back to the B&B show, uh, we will uh, unveil our all 22 rankings. We will rank, we will basically create a depth chart, and in doing so, we will rank our start, our confidence in the starters from 1 to 22, which should be a lot of fun. Plus, joining us tomorrow on the show to preview South Carolina, our, our TNL uh, SEC preview, David Cloninger from the uh, Post and Courier will join us to talk about the Gamecocks. Should be a really good show, and we're looking forward to bringing it to you. Guys, have a great uh, Wednesday. Back with you on Thursday. For Joel T. Coleman, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi Media Production.